Right in there. Nick Redneck and Jody Ross. Jody cinching up the weights down at the starting line and just about set to go here. Just as soon as we get the finish area of the course cleared off as this Caterpillar lift uh, tractor here delivers the white lightning to the sidelines and we're just about ready to go. Once again, we need Cindy Link to bring her crescent wrench here to the uh, start to the finish line area if they would please all right international people here we go on the starting line jody ross out of pennsylvania with the high tech redneck on the starting line here here we go super stock at its best And right there for the high-tech redneck. Under 21.74, 221.74. How about it, international fans? They know they're going to get you, no doubt about it. And they're going to bring you to a screeching halt here in Freedom Hall. Who's up next now? Johnny Trexler out of Gold Hill, North Carolina, driving the Joker. Johnny Trexler, the third puller in this class. Who was that announcing, Charles? The All right, international people, let's get their hands. Let's get this guy down the track. Yeah. No? I don't remember Johnny Trexler owning this tractor. About Frank Mars. And right there for the Joker. Out of Gold Hill, North Carolina, Johnny Trexler. Well, we're talking super stock tractors here. You start with a stock block. And then you do a little work on the inside of the motor. You add as many turbochargers as you want, as we have unlimited turbochargers. Some of these guys may up have as to four, even more turbochargers in the super stock category. Seven, six. Did we ever have anybody who had more? What's that, Ryan? Did we ever have anybody try more? There's more, more than four? There was rumors back about the 70s that somebody was trying five, and that was actually a thread that uh, came up actually recently, and I forget the name associated with it. Um, somebody did try it before it got banned. I mean, it sounds fun, right? Sounds fun. Welcome, everybody. It's January 30th. We have the Mike Witt with us. He's just a janitor or a committee member of the National Farm Machinery Show. Mike Witt, how are you tonight, sir? I'm doing good. How are you all? Good. Thank you for doing this. Doing well. I know you love to do public speaking, and I will send you $20 after the show, Mike. So it's all good. <laughs> Thank you. And first of all, the Puller's Happy Hour has nothing to do with Mike Witt, so quit blowing up his phone. It's totally separate, and uh, but he does love the attention. <laughs> oh, I love it, Witt. You're a good guy. You're a good guy. Andy Gerba says Thomas Brothers tried five chargers. Charles? 
yeah, that's I'm not going to dispute him on that one, but there was somebody who did try it. Yep. Awesome. Well, we do have Mike Witt, in all seriousness. Mike Witt is a committee member of the Super Bowl of Pulling. We all like to say uh, the National Farm Machinery Show coming up February 15th through the 18th. And we're going to get into the history of the farm show and talk a little bit behind the scenes of how it's structured and who helps run it and maybe some history of it and stuff like that, whatever other good stories Mike wants to share. If you're watching, please type into the comments. If you've been to the farm show, if you've never been to the farm show, if you have never missed a farm show, what you love about the National Farm Machinery Show truck and tractor pull, any specific questions for Mike or anything like that. We're just going to have some good time and as always grow the sport of pulling and, and get more eyeballs on it. So Mike, we're two weeks away. Can you believe it already? <laughs> well, really, I'd like to have about three to four more weeks before it happens, but it's going to happen in two weeks and we'll be ready. Yeah. Have, um, have you guys recovered from COVID? Yes, I think so because the ticket sales are going up. And last year on Saturday night, we sold out for the first night in probably 15 years. And the way ticket sales are above last year's at this point. So I think we have. I actually am getting starting to get some questions like, can I still get tickets for Louisville? And I'm just obviously telling them to go to Ticketmaster. Am I saying the right thing, Mike? Is that where yeah. people need to buy them? Yes, tickets are still available. It okay. might not be at finish line, lower arena, but you're going to get in the building. And right. uh, there is still seats available. Okay. And um, the sound system's fixed, right? Or something, you guys did something different? Because that's been the biggest complaint. I'm just going to get it out there right now. Did you we guys are, do something different? We are doing something different. And I'm okay. going to say, you know, anything's better than what we had. So yeah. we're trying. And then the truth behind it is without the ceiling tiles in there, right? That's what created the, the what's the word I'm looking for, Charles? Help me. They're, they're um, bad acoustics. Yeah, the acoustics, Noise. right, Mike? Yes, the yes, the building was set up for the ceiling tile, and then we always took the center out just for the tractor pull. Well, at some point, instead of replacing ceiling tile, they took them all out, and then that's why that sound just gets up there in the top and just rolls and rolls around in the top. Perfect, and that makes sense. But I, you know, let's just let's it just was, get it. It was cool though when modifiers would blow them out of there. I mean, it just it added to the show. It was a thing. They're, they're hoping to do some upgrades to the building in the next couple of years. And I understand why they don't want to spend the money for new ceiling tile, but they are bringing in a speaker system just for the tractor pull this year. And it's a sound system company that's doing it. Is it going to be better? Yes. Is it going to be what we had 10 years ago? Who knows? Fair enough. Fair enough. Brian Lively says um, champpool.org for tickets, champpool.org for tickets is where they want you to go on that. And I'm gonna actually bring up some farm show stuff here. Again, thanks for joining us. It's Monday the 30th. We're talking with Mike Mitt, Mike Witt, one of the committee members of on the National Farm Machinery Show. Again, this year's dates are February 15th through the 18th, Wednesday night, Thursday night, Friday night, two sessions, Saturday day, Saturday night. And it's gonna be, um, it's always fun to kind of see some of the new tractors that are gonna be unveiled. Uh, Craig Gladwig's unveiling his new pro stock tractor. We just got off him with the Badger State show. So a lot of cool things going on in in the sport of truck and tractor pulling. And I honestly, Mike, when did you do the, when did you mix the diesel supers and the Alkies again? Uh, was that, how, is that four years ago now? Well, but we've only, we've only pulled them together two years because we missed the one year for COVID. That's right. So the first year we had ended up lucky. We ended up three diesels, three alcohols last year. The uh, 
diesels kind of ruled the uh, track. Yep. And so. I know that makes makes those diesel guys happy, right, Charles? Uh, it might, but uh, I guess what I would kind of be curious about, and I don't know if anybody's looked this far ahead, what's the weather look like for that right. night at this point? Because I feel like when it's super cold, it kind of hampers the alcohol burners. Yes, it's, and I agree with the, uh, and you know, we're going to at least have two days of cold weather that week, you know, yeah. whether it's the beginning or the end. Mike, the most important question I'm going to ask you tonight, is it Louisville, Louisville, or Louisville? How do you say it, Mike? It just depends on how much bourbon you've had to drink. (laughs) (laughs) You just made Bruce's Bruce's night. Mike, you and I will at some point become very good friends, I'm sure of it. (laughs) All right. Uh, That's Maisel Maney, Wisconsin. It's cold in Wisconsin right now, Witt. I'm not lying to you, buddy. It's cold in Iowa, too. We're going to get some snow and ice here tonight, so it's oh, yeah. it's cold. Yes, it's only in like 32 right now, but you know it's we're in that two to three day swing. It you know we'll get three days of 20s and 30s, then it'll be three days of 40s and 50s. So it's just that it's just what happens here. Yeah, right now it's trending uh, Monday the 13th. Obviously, that's when pullers will start coming in Monday, and Tuesday. Seeing a high of 55, low in the 40s. So that's what the I guess that's what the ten days showing us right now. So good to know that as well. Travis Schlabos has made me smile last year when those six diesel supers were in the were in the finals. That's good stuff. So, uh, Mike, who are all the committee members on your team that helped put on the National Farm Machinery Show truck and tractor pull? Dan, Dan Christiani, Gail Medford, and myself, and then Danny. Junior Christiani and Justin Atchison that he helps with us too. So we lean on some other people that's behind the scenes for information throughout the year. Um, is it, I mean, is it monthly meetings, Mike? How often do you guys get together? How are decisions made? Kind of what are some of your, what, what goes on behind the scenes that you can tell us without have, having us make a sign up, sign a waiver? So. <laughs> no, I mean, if, we're going to make changes. We'll, we'll get together and discuss it. And that's why we, I usually myself and two or three of us will show up at a few polls in the summertime to see what's happening and what the trends are changing, you know, to try to stay ahead uh, for February, because it seems like every year the rules get changed and we're the very first ones out of the box. But realistically we run on last year's rules. And we let the new rules not really take effect until, you know, June and July and get, get them behind us. Okay. You know, I never thought of that before with the new rule changes. You are the first ones. You're kind of in the crosshairs, Mike. Yes. So. Every year, you know, they, the new rules come out and then uh, everybody comes to Feb- Louisville in February and they can discuss them and the goods and the bads of all of it. Good, 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 good. Um, how how much involvement do you have like with the big three the outlaws the ppl and the ncpa on picking classes or picking pullers or is it pretty much whoever sends your entries in how do you is there a general philosophy i don't want to get into too much detail but what's a general philosophy overall because you hear over the years oh it's a popularity contest or it's a show or or it's the best of the best you guys have a general consensus mike or a general philosophy for that yes and i mean each class is a little different 
because your outlaws do not run some of the classes that yep. PPL run and NTPA run. And, you know, a couple of years ago, we switched the, the, uh, the mod tractors to really cater more to NTPA's mod class just for the building safety and of that nature. So there's certain classes we lean one way or the other. Super farm, we lean towards NTPA. Uh, you know, we lean the other way to, on some of the other classes. But when we're selecting, depending on the class is how we go about it. But we try to get about the even numbers from your three main organizations. Got it. Like it. I like it a lot. Um, let's see here. Mick Broughton says, last year, first day was amazing. 70 degrees. I remember that. Mm -hmm. That was nice. Uh, John Stranley wants to know, Mike, how long have you been, how long have you been involved with the Louisville pool? I've been involved behind the scenes since the mid eighties with the Owensboro guys that started the farm machinery show. I used okay. to, when I used to pull indoors with TNT Motorsports, it was the same guys. And I started pulling in like 1980, 81, 82 with TNT. So I traveled with them. And then over the years, every year in February, I'd go in and help them behind the scenes. You just didn't see me. And uh, eventually they got old enough and they asked Danny and myself to get a group of guys together to start helping them for three or four years. Then they would help us transition and that's how it all came about your truck was called stomper right that was the monster truck that i drove i drove oh, that's right okay. i drove two different monster trucks i had a uh, pulling truck that had a chevrolet dealership name on, name on it it was a 1972 chevrolet and i ran super stock gas uh, it was a 360 cubic inch uh one four barrel rule Did you have anything to do with the, the uh, you had run some exhibition trucks, the, the fire truck, I think was one. Yes. Yes. I ran for TNT motorsports. I had a, my own truck for five years and then I started working for TNT driving the monster truck, the fire truck, two wheel drive exhibition truck. And they had an old beer truck, like a uh, 32 model Mac. And we would haul those around to do exhibition and, uh, do a lot of displays. Mike, is that Stomper that I have on the screen right there? Can you tell? Yes, that's it. Okay. That, that's, that's the Stomp. The Stomper Bully was the first truck. And after about two years, Chevrolet came out with a new body style. And the toy company switched the name to Stomper and dropped and uh, changed the paint scheme. So uh, I drove a truck, the monster truck, for five years. Is it is rough in a monster truck as it looks like it would be, Mike? Well, back in those days, it was just leaf springs. There was no nitrogen shocks. Um, I mean, I really should be about six foot four. But. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. I love it. If anybody has any questions for Mike Witt, committee member of the National Farm Machinery Show, please type them into the comments. That'd be great. We're just having a little bit of fun tonight promoting the show. So, so overall ticket sales are feeling really good about this year's event, Mike? Yes. Yes, they are above and beyond from last year. I do know that. Good. Good, good, good. Uh, George Smith says, 
was the best what what is the best poll you have seen i'm not sure what he's asking i'm gonna let him retype that into the questions um go through all these here if on a full house like on a saturday night or a friday night when you sell out mike how many tickets act, actually is that you're a little over fifteen thousand. Fifteen thousand. okay yes i've always i've heard between 13 and 17 but i now we know for sure let's see last year we did away with the bottom two rows around the arena and using a little bit bigger concrete walls barrier walls so we lost uh, i'm not sure exactly how many seats but every year we've lost you know we keep making a few changes safety issues so you keep losing seats when they first started it used to be up to about seventeen thousand, and then they wow. rearranged their rearranged and you know you lose a few that's awesome oh let's see here mick broughton says say a puller gets invited and then they cancel for whatever reason is their spot filled or do they just pull the class with less vehicles we just pull the class with less vehicles because normally by that time the paperwork has already been mailed out it's received back and it's you know we're too far in to go backwards and pull somebody else in and uh, normally we've always just left that spot spot open okay great uh brandon gillen says my dad pulled there in 1979. brandon has the oso negro uh three engine modified i think out of texas is that where he's from bruce I believe so, yes. I think that's where Brandon's from. Uh, here's a good question. Colin Burkholz. Mike, what would be the biggest non-social media age new tractor unveil at Louisville that got everybody buzzing? Do you remember? Like, there any, were there any new vehicles that were unveiled before Facebook that were like, holy cow, everybody was excited and had their Polaroid cameras out? maybe when say like bruce hutchison showed up with the four engine mod um you know tim engler um i think bruce was one of the first that showed up with the four engine mod and that would have probably been one of the biggest ones that i can remember myself no that makes a lot of sense uh, let's see here as I flip through the questions. Again, if you're just joining us, Mike Witt, he's a committee member of the National Farmers Senior Show. Uh, the big Super Bowl of polling is coming up in two weeks, February 15th through the 18th. If you're looking for tickets, go to champpoll.org. I'll put Brian Lively's comment back up. Rooster, Charles, if you have any questions, go ahead and jump in. I'm just flipping through everything. I want to make sure all the comments have been answered so far. Yeah, I've got one. That, you know, you, you mentioned you go to some outdoor hooks and and – it's you scouting what's going on. But um, I also wonder, you know, you guys have been so good about being the gold standard of efficiency and putting on an event. And you've had, you've had the same venue to be able to understand the logistics of how to make that happen. But if there's, is there a piece of advice you could give to another promoter based on what you've seen? Like here's how to run a real fast, real efficient event. Um, from what you've seen? Well, you have to use the same guys year after year. And we're fortunate enough that, like our tractor drivers, uh, Sylvester Fisher, he always would get his his group from Owensboro, which is 100 miles to the west, 
they come in and they do all the towing of the vehicles in and out from broadbent and getting them weighed and that that whole that group takes care of theirself and they might bring one new person in with them each year or you know they they know where to put him until he's used to what kind of what's going on i've got multiple friends that offer all the time but i could see them going down the ramp and inside freedom hall and when they pull out in front of all the the stands of the people sitting there they're going to lock up you know so there you've got somebody sitting on a tractor that's looking around and waving but you have to we use you know we try to bring in different tech officials from each organization so if a puller shows up they at least know somebody to go talk to if they don't want to come to myself or danny or gail and that gives them somebody familiar to go and see so we try to bring in, you know, have enough group that everybody feels welcome. And as far as answering your question about a pull to keep it going, you almost need somebody on the starting line uh, to keep the vehicles to the sled as quick as they come back. What slows a lot of it down, I think, is your live streaming and your TV and your TV wants to slow it down somewhat. And I can understand, you know, that part of it. Interesting. I've, I've never heard that commentary before. I, I, I'll take that under advisement. I like that. Um, a lot of questions. Where are the mini rods at, Mike? Well, they used to run them there years ago. And the, the board, the fair board at the expo center sits, you know, some of those guys have still do not want mini rods. I'll just put it like that because we have gone to them before, offered the classes and yes, the fair, the fairgrounds has the final say of everything we do. We have them a couple meetings a year and they'll ask, you know, what's changing? What would we like to change? What do they need to change? And we've offered the minis to them a couple times and they've just uh it's they say it's a farmer's farm show diesel that's what they really like to see well and i i think i don't disagree with that at all i mean i talked with some people that went to the is it was mac trailer winter nationals they said it was a completely different fan scene than it was maybe from the farm show mike is what i heard from people nothing official but you know, yeah. I, maybe the truckers aren't farmers and the farmers aren't truckers and they kind of like different things. So. Right. And now with with uh, Mike and them doing the truck show pull and they have kind of picked up on the mini rods and the semis, that's given, even if we have people that's coming to both shows, it's giving them different vehicles. And uh, so it's working, you know, for the building. You're going to get to see everything. You just got to come two different weekends. Yeah. And is it, is it okay to announce the dates for the, I, I know the dates. I think I know the dates or should we not talk about it yet for the Mac trailer one? No, you can on here. I think, I mean, it's just yeah. as long as it's not advertised on TV. This word. Okay. I think. The yeah. Problem is yeah. I don't, I, I'll just, I talked to Mr. Ott. I don't want to get in trouble. So I'll just, uh, I'll lay low on that one. <laughs> I don't like to make off. I don't like to make the mics mad that run Louisville. If you know what I'm saying, so it doesn't go in your favor. Uh, Derek Schweiger, he's watching on YouTube, and he says, Mike, what are your thoughts on pulling the opposite way like they did for the Mac trailer pull? 
Well, it's the, here's a couple problems that it creates. Our smoke tube is made to go the opposite direction, and it the tube itself is centered so when we're running towards the sand pile. And years ago, that's the way they started, so they've always kept that concept. To change it around, we we have we need another 20 feet of pipe on the starting line. But what it does, it gives you too much pipe on the finish line. So then you're going to have your pipe that'll be kinking it. So it's not going to work. So realistically, it works better running towards the sand than it does the uh, ramp. That's a, that's a brilliant explanation. I never even considered any of that. That's that's a real logistical thing. Well, it's fun to ask somebody who actually is there. You know what I mean? Not yeah. just, you know, not pulloff.com or whatever. So this is fun to have. And that, and that building has it built in. I mean, there aren't many places on the planet. Everywhere else you go, it's temporary. Like, it's permanent to the building that that's there. Yes. They just did an upgrade. It was about seven, eight years ago that uh, literally cut the floor inside Freedom Hall, changed the pipe. And it runs back through an old uh, bowler system tunnel to the basement, across the basement, and then up two, two stories outside the building. And then there are fan sits up on top of the uh, back side of the building. Yep. Is it true, Mike, that every year somebody calls the fire department the first time somebody goes down the track? The, there's, the fire department has showed up at the back of Freedom Hall multiple times. Um, throughout the year and uh we have to, i usually get it on the, somebody on the radio telling me to get to the back and then we ask a fireman if they at least pull the trucks up a little bit so we can keep on running so yep. <laughs> but we do have a uh, kentucky state fire marshal that's on the grounds that works with us every year and he's normally down on the track during the show each night love it uh, Mick Broughton, this is a good question. With a lot of members working farm show for so long, is there young blood being filtered in to keep the legacy alive forever? Yes, yes. We've, uh, I mean, we've still got, we've been bringing in new ones, not every year, but we've got two or three that's working with us. And even like the tow drivers, uh, they're bringing their sons and some of them's even brought their grandsons in. So, uh, Yes, we're working to keep uh, a younger group behind us. Have you picked your announcers for this year yet? Yes, it'll be uh, Dan Mayer, Miles uh, Krieger, and uh, Leslie Mears. Nice. There you go. I know that was one of the questions we had. So, um, and everybody, guys, I'm not going to ask Mike Witt what his favorite class is. Or if, I'm just, you don't ask the promoter of an event of the Super Bowl for what his favorite class is. Because he's for sure going to say diesel supers, and he's going to piss everybody off. Okay, so that's just how that works. Pretty much, <laughs> right? Mike um, Travis Schlaubaugh, he's the mayor of Marengo, Iowa, and that's where I was born. So I'm a big diesel super guy because of the bone twister. Okay, so I suck up to Travis a lot. I'm just going to throw that out there. With I know Travis very well. Yep, he watches our show every Monday night. Uh, Allison watches Dancing with the Stars or The Bachelor or something, and he sits over in his chair. And uh, he with his iPad, and he enjoys our show. So it's always a good time to have him there. So, guys, we got Mike Witt on the show for just joining us. He's a committee member of the National Farm Machinery Show Truck and Tractor Pull, uh, the biggest and baddest uh, indoor pull in the world. Um, I'll throw it out there and say it. And it's all, all eyes are on the farm show every every Valentine's Day. I like to call it. 
and it's a lot of fun. If you have any questions for Mike, uh, please type them into the comments or chats, and uh, we'll be sure to ask him out there and have some fun like that. Mike, what's it? Where do you the dirt? This is where I'm trying to go. Where'd the dirt come from? And do you guys like hide it and store it and like in a, in a safe somewhere so nobody touches it? Yes, we we do store it in a building and it's on the property there at the facility. The door, the dirt originally came from Bargetown, Kentucky, out of the rock quarry, just Kentucky red clay, uh, say 40, 54 years ago. Well, every year we, not every year, but every eight to 10 years, we'll add maybe 10 to 15 tracks of loads of dirt to it. And uh, we usually go back to the same rock quarry and get the same dirt. And then Danny will take it to uh, his dirt processing place over in Indiana, screens it to get the rock out. And we store it in a building. It's a uh, building on the other side of I-65, but it's on state property. And there's a uh, viaduct back there that, you never have to get on the prop off on a, any other roads or anything to get to it. It's right uh, adjoining the uh, property. Gotcha. How how is it that every time you know it's, it comes out of the building and it goes back in every year, and it seems like the lines that work to get across that 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 track and have a good run always seem to be one of two maybe three different spots and that's been that way for 30 years what do you guys what's the magic that makes that be a reality i don't i'd like to know because i mean i've thought about it a whole lot and i mean i've literally been on a tractor and helped work the track during the day and it's we're not doing anything different than anybody else does to their track we're ripping it we'll till it we put water in it rip it some more, till it, and you put it back down, roll it in, and it seems like those paths come back every time. I don't know if it's the wind that comes in the back door, the way that it comes down and dries it out, or and it stays moisture on one side or the other, but uh, there's certain paths there that will work. There's guys who are gonna come in there and try to laser the concrete floor before the dirt gets laid and try to figure that one out. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of that, uh, Cortland Bulls wants to know, what is the average time to set up and prep the track, Mike? Like, when will they start building the track, and when would it be ready to go? Uh, well, mon Monday morning, the week up, we'll, we'll normally start hauling the dirt in. takes uh, four hours to four to four and a half hours, and then we'll start, you know, l literally ripping it, tilling it, putting the water to it, and... Uh, well, like for the truck show last year, they did a concert on Friday night. Uh, they It was over about 10 o'clock. By 11.30, everything was out of the building. At 1, we started putting concrete barriers in. Uh, smoke tube went in, and dirt started coming in at 4 a.m., and we pulled at 5 o'clock that afternoon. It's amazing. I've seen, like, back when Louisville still played there, the actual college team, I remember being there on Saturday nights, Mike, and as soon as the pro stock guys were done with their Saturday night final speech, they were, you guys were ripping and pulling track out. It's it's incredible. So. Well, last year, Bellarmine College uses the Freedom Hall now for their college Division One basketball. Last year on Sunday, they had a game like at 2.30 or 3, and this, wow. year they, this year they're doing the same thing. So we get to go again all night Saturday night. Wow. <laughs> that was an imp that was an impressive time lapse video that uh, the farm show or the fair board posted. 
Yeah, that was. I remember seeing that. I'm going to go look for that. Um, Usually by 2.30, 3 o'clock in the morning, we have everything out of the building, and uh, they're starting to clean. That's impressive. Yeah. How long, Mike, how long has it been since you drove a pulling vehicle and or a monster truck? That's a question. Monster truck would be uh, since probably 91, 92. And a pulling vehicle would, uh, before then, would have been back probably 88, 89. And what, what was, was your the favorite last place to hook home? last? Yeah. What, what was your last? favorite place to hook? Oh. Uh, I mean, there, I, I drove a four-wheel drive truck there at the Farm Machinery Show one year. That's, you know, right in your backyard at home, hometown. It doesn't get any better than that. Uh, Mike, have you ever thought of sm selling small jars of dirt and proceeds go to a local charity? That's some hardcore fooling fans would love to have. So. Yeah, well, I mean, we could. I, I really never thought about it. I mean, it's just red clay is all it is. But, Mike, it's Louisville dirt, buddy. I mean, you got to <laughs> take this seriously here. So I'm just saying. So, No, if you ever need good ideas, Mike, you come to Let's Grow Pulling. We're, we, uh, I shouldn't say good ideas, Charles. What's the best way? Unique ideas. That's uh, unique. Right. Unique is a good way. It's good. Good. That's that's a good choice of phrase. Unique is good. And Mike, if you it. ever decide you start doing that, I guess I probably owe you about five bucks because I might have a little teeny tiny jar with a couple of pieces <laughs> of Louisville dirt in it. That's why they got to add fifteen new loads every year, Ryan, because you guys are taking it all. So yeah, because we got to shake it out of our cameras when we're done. <laughs> yes. Uh, how many trucks and tractors show up every year? What's a total vehicle count, Mike? You know, off the top of your head? Uh, 196. 196. There it is. Cortland Boyles. Mike, if you had a chance to pull again today, what would you hook and what track would you pick? I would, uh, Cortland, what are you doing? Stole your question. Man, coming in hot. Mike, that's the one that I usually always ask. I'd probably have to, I'd like a pro stock tractor and uh, someplace outdoors, you know, uh, like a Bowling Green track or something that's uh, equivalent to a Louisville track, you know, that's uh, Chapel Hill. Uh, I don't know, Travis's tractor wouldn't be too bad either, uh, a diesel super. So just throwing it out there. Well, you still got a fire suit? Oh, yes. I, I, I doubt if we'd pass inspection, though. It's probably too old. I don't know, you and I are about the same size. I think I, you could borrow mine. We'll, we'll get you set up with Travis. I love this. Travis says, I don't have that many years of experience down there, but the opening cer ceremonies will always send chills down your spine. So that is so true. So, so true. RJ Simon wants to know if you've ever heard of Farley, Iowa. With you ever heard of Farley, Iowa? <laughs> RJ knows I've been to Farley before. <laughs> I think he got his feelings hurt because he didn't say Farley when he said Bowling Green or Chapel Hill. RJ's pretty sensitive. You got to be careful what you say on the show. So he'll, hey, he'll maybe your Snapchat if you're not careful. With maybe, it. hey, maybe RJ was offering if you come back to Farley in the spring or in the summer. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I could show up unexpected to. Him. I wouldn't put it past him either, and you know, hey, you, you 
you and I both know he'd do it. So, yeah, I, he, I've already talked to him, well, today even once already. So he'll be calling tomorrow to rub it in. <laughs> uh, Shane Hunt says, uh, what's your opinion, honestly, of how the monster trucks have progressed since you drove last? Have you kept up with all that? Yes, they, I mean, they have progressed probably more than anything in motorsports for the nitrogen shocks. And now the way they do their tricks and wheel stands and like you're riding a four wheeler. I mean, it's, it's unbelievable just to watch what some of those drivers are able to do. Yeah. Uh, Jordan, Jordan Medley said it best. RJ has enough equipment, Mike. There is your free ride. So yeah, just go to the, <laughs> go to the Simon shop and just point at something. So. What's RJ's sign? Everything's for sale, but not on sale. That's, That's what right. RJ says. Yep. That's, That's right. So. Mike, what are some of the greatest moments that you've ever seen happen? on that Ooh. track. Ooh, here we go. Uh, one would be uh, like Don Masterson and Wayne Sullivan on the same night. Yep. Two, of the, two of the legends, you know, of the motorsports. It's been around forever, uh, both winning. That one probably is at the top. Yeah, Don Masterson in the finals on a Saturday night is like, uh, it's like one second left on the clock and you're down by one and you have one free throw or two free throws. It's that, it's that magical. It's that magical, Mike. It, it's just, uh, it's, that gives me goosebumps just thinking about it. So. It's not, it's not dirt on the hood. It's winter sprinkles. Yep. Miles yes. Krieger. So glad you guys got Mike on. He truly makes a job that is very difficult. Look easy. Lots and lots of long days and hours. So thank you. Um, Cortland Boyles, man, Cortland's coming in hard tonight with questions. For someone who's never been to the farm show, what is this something? What is something you would say is a must do, Mike? If you've never been to the farm show, what's something you have to do? I mean, at the facility, I mean, there's a lot of people that never even make it to Broadbent Arena and have no idea what's going on with Bingo. the tractor pull. You know. There's so many people that come in and out to uh, just see the equipment and every once in a while they'll stumble into Broadbent and want to know what's going on and not even aware there's a truck and tractor pull. Yeah. I'm just glad, Mike, that the farm show realizes that the a tractor pull should be part of something like this because I've always been frustrated over the years, like with the farm progress shows and stuff like that, where Tucker's tried to have that Illinois-Iowa deal and there's a there's what? 400,000 people in one day, five miles away, but they never put them together. And that's always frustrated me. And that's why I've always loved about the farm show. You have the show during the day, and then you have the tracker, you know, the truck and tractor pull at night. And I, I hope it always stays that way. What came first, Mike? Did the farm show come first or did the tractor pull come first? The, the farm show came first. And the farm show originated in Lexington, Kentucky with a electrical co-op. And they were doing uh electrical trying to get a, that's when electric was just starting to get in your rural areas so the electrical co-op was doing a fair and explaining the electric and then your farm equipment people would show up and then they the kentucky state fair they went there so they combined to have the kentucky state fair and electrical co-op well 
that group that next year they said we're going to do the farm show so they did they've had the farm show for two years and then that summer um there was one of the uh, state fair employees at uh, owensboro kentucky and he was standing at the fence talking to billy joe because the young farmers of uh whatever the county is i just went blank and owensboro was having a far a tractor pull at the county fair and he says why can't we have this at the farm machinery show so that's how the farm machinery show was born in owensboro kentucky but it was two years after the farm show there you go that's the history i wanted to get out that's history i want to get out Colin Burkholz says, gotta eat the ice cream. Everybody loves the ice cream. I wonder how many, do you have any idea how many gallons of ice cream are sold there, Mike? No, but I do know the farm show sells more ice cream than I think the state fair and the North American livestock and your concerts, anything else going on. Okay. Jason, I've got that answer. Hang on, I'm digging for a blog post that I wrote last year about it. Okay, I think that's something good. Because Tucker always used to say about Gordyville that more beer is drank in Gordyville in those four days than uh, than the Illinois State Fair combined in 10. So Poland fans, uh, they can eat ice cream and drink beer. So it's all good. So it is all good. I'm going to pull some video up of 2022 let it play in the background here. Again, Mike Witz with us, everybody. Committee member of the National Farm Machinery Show, the Super Bowl of polling coming up in two weeks. February 15th through the 18th. Uh, you can get all your information and your tickets still available. There are tickets still available at champpool.org. And um, Louisville's a big town, guys. You can get a hotel. You might have to drive 10, 15 miles, but you'll get a hotel. So don't, Yeah. if you can get down there, get down there. This is a, uh, uh, Louisville is amazing. It's just, it gives you goosebumps talking about it. And when we've, inter we've interviewed a lot of pullers, Mike, and coming down the ramp, uh, from Broadbent outside down into into the Freedom Hall. That is that every that is always the magical. The, if you if you have a Disney moment, Mike, the magical yeah. moment is when people get inside uh, Freedom Hall and they look around. I mean, that's still what I'll, I'll remember that the rest of my life. It's uh, it's amazing. So pro yeah. tip: you can you can stay 15 minutes away out in Hurstbourne. The restaurants are good, and you'll not get overcharged on the hotel room. That's what I do when I go down. It's worth it. Same, same. Kevin Lindstrom says cookies and cream. Okay, well now we're now we're picking our favorite kinds of ice cream. All right, get them out there, guys. Get them out there. Uh, okay, throw that in. The, the answer is thirty-five hundred gallons of ice cream. That was confirmed that last year with with the uh, one of the owners of Erler's Ice Cream. Erler's, yeah. And if I remember correctly, Butter Pecan is uh, the one they sell the most of. Makes sense. Yeah, Mick Broughton says Butter Pecan. Yep, get your get your comments in here. Mike, do you ever get a chance to get ice cream, or are you just too busy? No. I usually I might get an ice cream at the rodeo or the state fair or something like that. But I'm, I usually don't stop for an ice cream that week. You don't have time. You don't have time. Uh, apple, apple cobbler crunch is another one we got up on the screen right now. So that's good. Um, diesel super stock trucks. That's kind of before the before the, the fuel. They're the dual of the fuels. 
it was diesel trucks were added. What before that, Mike? I mean, have you always had the Saturday afternoon? What are some things that have kind of evolved in the last maybe 10, 15 years with the show? Well, say used to years ago, we only had three classes and we would run 16, 16 to a class. Um, and then when we dropped back to the four classes, that's when we were able to like add the four wheel drive diesel pickups. We brought the four wheel drive alcohol tractor or trucks back. Um, when we've added, you know, limited pro, light pro, um, by, you know, going to a little bit smaller class, but that fourth class a night. Have pro stocks always been uh, the most popular class you feel there at Louisville? Or is that a fair question? Yes. Yes, I think so. Even I've had original tickets since 1977 uh, inside Freedom Hall. And, and I still buy my own tickets and every ticket I have, I pay for myself. I mean, the fairgrounds gives us no tickets at all. Everything that comes through the door is paid for. Gotta love the government, but, but you don't say that, Mike, because I don't want the governor calling you. I don't want you getting in trouble. What's it mean to you guys to have have a long time, long tenured partner like Syngenta be behind behind this and make this go for you guys? I mean, it's I mean they've been committed for a lot of years, and you know they do step up to the plate for us every year. So it's good to work with them, which the fair the facility works with them and i've met one or two of them but very seldom ever you know there's a lot of years i never see anybody to meet from syngenta at all because i mean they're doing their thing and i'm we're doing ours fair I'm glad glad they could be a partner for so so long as they have it's it might be one of the longest title sponsorships in in the sport honestly so yes it is Mike, you don't have to answer this question if you don't want, but this is something I know that people want to know. But again, with being the committee, but now the hard question, how do you only give light super one year with two sessions? And again, if you want to walk from that, we can, but I, I at least want to put it on the screen. Well, what we look at is the number of applications we get for other classes. And with the limited pros, we were getting, you know, 64 to 70 applications and only taking 12. And the light supers, when the numbers are down and uh, it's hard to fill two classes, you can't stay with them. You've got to, you know, take a step back and go a different direction. Thank you for answering that because I don't, it's nice to have you on here because, um, you know, everybody has their own thought or their own rumor or whatever. But thank you for tackling that head on. I appreciate you doing that. Um, oh, here's a good one. This is a, a good fan. Not everybody knows this. Um, do the pollers have to write a letter to be invited to the poll? If so, what do you look for in the letter? I've always heard that you have that you help. I've always heard that's how you get invited. Can you talk about the process? No, I mean, you can pull an application off the uh, website. Um, you know, National Farm Machinery Show tractor pull. You can pull your application off, fill it out, and send it right in. What we look for is the, the amount of pulls you go to for the total year, the places you're going to pull, and the size of the venue and who you're pulling against. If you're staying with your local state organization, 
and pulling with them, you're less likely to get in unless you, you know where you're going to a Grand National or PPO, uh, your top series. So you're running with the tougher competition and we're going to look at it. And we look at every application and will you have two or three laptop computers going, looking at keeping up with the points to see who's won the points in this region or in this series to see who has the best record to get them in Louisville. I'm not saying we don't make a mistake every once in a while, but we do the best we can do. Well said. And that's a great question, Mark. I always assume that everybody knows that as, as Mike was talking, I went to National Farm Machinery Show, the website, and I pull up, this is the application that the pullers fill out. And I will tell you that if you get accepted, you get a big yellow manila envelope in the mail. And if you don't, you just get a little white letter. So that's how you know, right when you open the mailbox. <laughs> and it's funny every year. And you guys, it's an honor to get invited to this show, obviously. Um, and every year you start, you know, the guys that live closer to Louisville start posting that they got accepted and that everybody else that lives farther away, like, okay, two days, I'll find out if I made it or not. So it's kind of fun, Mike. Uh, it's kind of fun, Mike, to, to watch that progress go uh, on social media when people start posting. So it's, you know, a lot of people think that we need to go to the internet and email them and the, app, the applications in and out nope. and do all of it electronic. But I think part of it is still the history of the pool itself is mailing that application in, getting accepted and getting that letter back in the mail is a part of the process. Yep. No, that's keep that, keep that original. Cause that's great. Mike, that is absolutely great. I can only imagine how many first timers have that acceptance letter framed hanging on the wall in their office yeah. or sitting in their shop. Mike, do you get a lot of, um, do you get many, what, what year was it that guys at the, um, the guys from the Netherlands came over? I feel like for a while, Mike, you know, that there'd be three or four vehicles going over to a Hoy or I think it's always a Hoy after the farm show. The announcers would always talk about that. Do you get a lot of pullers from Europe that, that try to get to the farm show or not really? Um, it's, you know, the expense is so great. And with here lately with COVID and all everything else going on, it's hard for them to ship them over where the guys going over there, they have sponsors over there that'll pick up their expense and pay for getting everything shipped over there. We just do not have anybody over here to pick up that expense to bring them over. And that's part of it right there. Jason, I believe 2018 was the last year we had anybody. Okay. I think. Uh, now we got people talking yeah, about right. chop sandwiches. Yeah, put your favorite food at Louisville in here, guys. There's that one gal that says two drinks per person and you can't trick her. I've tried every trick in the book and she keeps a good, she keeps an eye on you. She keeps an eye on you, Charles. So. I'd behave um, myself when I'm down there. I'm there to work. Yep, same here. <laughs> uh, Robert Danner says, which classes have the most applicants? The Super Farm, Limited Pro, and two-wheel drive trucks. Okay. And the, on all three, I'm going to be real close to the same. Awesome. What year What year did they put the smoke tube in, Mike? Do you remember? In the floor? I mean, well, it's it's always, it's been in the floor for the last 
30 plus years. But like eight years ago, we cut the floor and we went from a uh, 20 inch pipe to 36. When that elbow goes down into the floor, that's a 24 inch pipe on top the floor and it's 20 inch up on the sled to 24 and then when it goes into the elbow it goes to 36 inch pipe and that 36 inch pipe runs back through the building about 400 foot before it gets outside through the uh, fan and and if you're standing outside i mean i've literally uh watched them before you can hear the tractor spool up take off go down the track and he is slowing down and spinning out about the time he's down throttling, you'll start to see the smoke. Yeah. I shot a video from outside last year with a Saturday afternoon pro stock. And yeah, you're right. It, it's about 15 to 20 seconds before what you hear catches up with what you see. Yes. And that's just one fan pulling that all out? Is yes. that from the end or is wow? One fan from the end. That's got to be a tremendous machine. It's it's pretty good little fan. Seven, I think it's a seventy-five horse motor on it. Wow. It's uh, three stories up in the air. Wow. Let's see here. I'm just flipping through comments, guys. Sorry, I'm being quiet. You're good. I'll try to find you that uh, that video from uh, the building. I'll, I'll throw that up if I can find it quickly. Mike, I always know you're busy, obviously, during the event. But did you get a chance to see any of the, the tweets that that young lady did on your guys' Twitter, the National Farm Machinery Show Twitter, where she puts up the distances? Did you get to see any of that last year? No, I did not. Oh my God, it is super funny. Like, she'll take the name of the tracker, like Super Rooster, and then she'll uh, make like a little funny cartoon. And it had a, it had a, a, the last year a guy, a little kid chasing a little chicken around a, uh, around a little farmyard. And then she puts up the distance and she kind of plays with the names of the trucks from the trackers. It was really, really funny last year, uh, keeping up with her on that. So that, I want to give yeah. her a shout out. Did we have her Cassie. on the show? We did. We did. And as a matter of fact, um, since you brought her up, uh, the farm show is actually giving away a four pack of tickets for Wednesday night. They just announced it tonight or maybe this afternoon. Um, I know I shared it out on my profile. Obviously, I'm not looking for tickets, but uh, for those of you who are who want uh, uh, a shot at winning a set of, you know, four tickets to the Wednesday night session. Go hit up that uh, go hit up the farm shows page and and do what they tell you to do and they'll get it entered and they'll get you get that all taken care of. Um, so Bowers trailer is not so you guys don't use Bowers smoke machine, Mike. Is one of the questions we have. No, we yes, Bowers Vaughn's uh, smoke machine will be here as a backup. Okay, his, his smoke tube and our smoke tube are the same. So if we need anything. We've got another. We've got enough smoke tube for two systems of our own, but we also bring his trailer in for the fan. So if our fan were to go down, I'm not saying we might be able to get going that night, but the very next day we'll be able to go go again. Gotcha. Over the years, have you had some in the smoke machines break down where you just couldn't finish, Mike? 
Oh yes, yes, absolutely. Yeah. We've had major headaches with smoke smoke tube and fans and over the years. And just, but you guys have just hopefully just keep knock on wood, just keep, keeps getting better and better, and be good to go. So, well, it's the uh, and the tractors, you know, they're putting out more smoke and uh, more pressure, and it's it's hard to keep up with when you've got a smoke machine in the building in the floor. It's you know permanent in there. It's hard to keep upgrading it as well as everybody's upgrading their pulling tractor. Gotcha. Agreed. Go ahead, Charles. Go ahead and put your video up. Uh, from, from, this, is, this is what it looks like from outside uh, Freedom Hall. We always joke. It's when when they when they elect a new pope. <laughs> yeah, they elect a new pope. It's just like watching the dyno, Charles. And you can watch the cutoff and, and how the smoke rises out from when the tractor stopped pushing it to when the fan just took over to exhaust it. Years ago, the, uh, the outlet was on the side of the building halfway down over the top of the west wing. So you couldn't really see it. And years ago, we used to have like grain fans for grain dryers and we'd have uh there at one time there was like five fans back there all hooked together so this is a hundred percent better than what we've had before that's great okay mike you said earlier there's 196 contestants or you know participants on, on average how many total entries over all the classes do you think you get each year roughly uh there'll be a little over 300. okay Awesome. Uh, Ryan Zolik, do you know who has pulled down the track the most in the history of the championship pull? As an individual or as a tractor? What do you think he wants, Charles? Probably tractor. tractor. You know, probably individual. Uh, tractor will be the tractor of uh, Russell Couches. Yep. Uh, that one's because Don Masterson's had it. Uh, I know that that one would be, as far as individual, I'm not sure. Maybe Don Masterson, uh, Wayne Sullivan. Those would probably be the top two. I, yeah, yeah I, that would I don't be, disagree with you on that one at all. That was my thought, too. Who lives the closest out of the pullers that, get, that compete there? Who lives the closest? This year? Mm. Uh, probably uh, Brandon and Larry Phillips. Okay. Uh, Doug Borth, how many ceiling tiles would you go through a year before they were taken down? Well, they've they've always taken. Well, back in the seventies and eighties, they would leave them in a, even in the center, and you would, you know, usually lose eight or ten a year, and then they started taking just the center section out over the top of the track. And you'd still lose maybe one or two, um, so I'm I'm just guessing on those numbers, but just from sitting there watching, you know, the whole whole weekend, yeah. maybe eight or ten. Uh, Kevin Lindstrom wants to know how many rolls of tape were used during the pull. 
Back in the day. Back in the day. Uh, well, there's, I think, uh, 16 rows to a case, and a lot of times we'll start with 30 cases. It'll give you a good idea. Wow. 480. That's awesome. Yeah. Andy Gerbo's got the third name that I was thinking of. Benny McKinnon probably went down that place a lot. Uh, Brian Lively says Bill Leichner is pulling his 40th consecutive year in 2023. Wow. Love it. Love it, love it, love it. Well, guys, I told Mike approximately an hour. We're at an hour. Yeah. So if you have any final questions for Mike, um, please type them into the comments because uh, – He's a busy guy, and he's. I know RJ's probably going to talk to RJ Simon yet tonight, don't you think? Mike, you think I'll call you? I'm sure he'll call in a few minutes. <laughs> if you ever need somebody to mess with RJ, we'll put his cell phone number out on the on the internet. Don't worry, Mike. You just you let me know. You let me know. I'm sure hey, everybody. Remember, you yeah. still want to buy a toter from him, so maybe maybe don't mess with him before you bought that. No, I'm going to – there's a whole customer thing there in that particular instance. Okay, so it's all good. So, um, Fair enough. How old is the dirt? How old is the dirt is what question we have. Well, I mean, we we, add, we added 22 loads uh, two years ago, uh, probably. And then if you backed up another 10 years, we added 15 loads back then. Um, and see where the dirt goes. We don't really lose that much dirt, but they have lawn and garden shows. Uh, state fair, different shows like that. And with the dirt back there in the building, every once in a while you go back and there's another uh, bucket gone. You know, a front end loader just happened to grab two yards of dirt and little by little, by little you know, it just disappears. That should be a crime, Mike. Do they know that sacred dirt? Well, and then there's, see, there's two more buildings there that hold the uh, dirt for the horse arenas and the cattle shows. And then they've got another pile of dirt outside that they use for like monster jam and motocross. So there's realistically three different stocks, you know, piles of dirt. Nice. Nice. Well, Mike, thank you for your time tonight. This means the world to us that you came on. We're super excited. I'm glad you answered my phone call today because I know your phone's blowing up right now. And uh, we're looking forward to seeing you for a few weeks in, in a few weeks. And uh, yeah, thanks for coming on. All right. Thank you all for having me. Thanks, Mike. RJ, you can call Thanks, me Mike. Right now. So. All right. Thank you, Mike. See, See you, bud. Take care. That was super cool. Yeah. That was super cool. I'm glad he did that. I texted him right away this morning, then I called him this afternoon. He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. What do I got to do? It was kind of funny. <laughs> <laughs> so, it was good. Hey, while we're talking Louisville, everybody, um, we have 300 spots total available for our pullers happy hour the uh, Thursday the 16th from two to four, um, over half the spots are full. So if you're a puller competing at Louisville um, this coming in two weeks, you I need you to go to that Eventbrite website, get signed up for that. And uh, uh, so you get your tickets on there. It's free and it's uh, one, it's two people per pulling vehicle. We have room for about 300 people. There's a big, there's a big announcement coming for the sport of pulling. It's not one specific for an organization. It's good for everybody. And again, it has nothing to do with Louisville. It has nothing to do with um, the farm show specifically, but they're choosing to roll this event out or this new announcement coming to pulling that Thursday. 
Um, and I can put that link in there as well. So doing that. So Charles took off on us, Ryan. So what did you, did you learn anything here tonight, guys, talking to Mike or listening to Mike? What'd you learn, Charles? What'd you learn, Ryan? Nothing particularly. Reinforced a lot about what I've believed about that event mm -hmm. and how it operates. And nice to hear uh, some of the irresponsible speculation that goes on laid to rest about how it, how it operates. Here, right from the guy. Yeah, I agree. I didn't realize where all that dirt came from. I knew that it was, I knew that it was sacred ground, and I knew that it was, um, you know, that it was forty to fifty year old dirt, plus or minus. Um, but I didn't know that it came from the fount of where all good things come from in Kentucky, Bardstown. I thought that was kind of neat. It did kind of surprise me that he had no, uh, well, and, and maybe he obfuscated that there was no secret sauce to the uh, the line through that building because it really is a remarkable thing. You start out, you, you either run the right side chalk line or you start in the middle and run that left fade, and that's how it happens, and it's always that way. Yeah, yeah more right breaks are used at Louisville than anywhere else in the history of pulling, Charles. Yeah. <laughs> Yep, it's true. It's true. And every year it's the same thing. I'm glad he answered the light super question. Um, I I don't know, as we do more of these shows, I mean, we want these big names on his show, on our show, right? But then I don't want to be I don't want to be the Howard Stern shock jock and ask stupid questions. You know what I mean? I, I do read I do read the questions. We all do, guys. I know that we can all click them up on the screen, but I felt like that was an appropriate question. I knew Mike would answer that. I, I felt he would. Um it's a farm show and it's for farmers and farmers like diesel. You know, I mean, I think you see that. I mean, there's certain, you go to certain polls where the mini rods are going to be more popular or this or that. But I, I just, I like how candid he was. They've been doing this. He's been doing this since the eighties guys. He knows what he's talking about. Um, if you, you know follow, I mean? the, if you follow the mixing classes down through time in, in the nineties, it was, it was super stock. And the double O's, it flipped to pro stock as far as the predominant mix of the class structure. And it fits the demographic. It just makes sense. Um, if you're a hardcore pulling fan, maybe that doesn't, that isn't palatable to you. But you got to read the room and understand what your audience is for the event you're putting on. Yep. Yep. Again, they I are trying to make comment. money at this deal. Yep. What's this that? Is not a, I said they are trying to make money at this deal. This is not a, a charity show for you know everybody this is they're trying to make money so they're catering to the crowd tim pisic says it drags you to the left because that's where the pack tractor always pulls off and comes onto the track i don't think he's wrong in that he's he, he yep. that's somebody paying attention he sees something there um i don't disagree with him i think he's right it still doesn't explain that right side rocket lane that exists over there if you can ride it Mr. Boris, how are you tonight? Hello, hello. How'd the basketball game go? Um, what? We were up by 13 at halftime, and we lost by 15. What? Yep. Kind of a debacle. <laughs> Shane Hunt, not going to lie, made me feel better about my process for the ranking show. Charles Kimmer. 
relate to that a little bit. Can verify. Can verify. That was good. I mean, I really feel like we asked a lot of good questions. The the people watching asked a lot of good questions. We had a lot of people watching. So it was fun. I'm really glad he did that. Um, we did um, confirm that we are going to have Dave Schreier on the show within the next month or so. Him and Chris, we're going to go to Toma. I'm going to sit with them. Doug's going to go up. And that will be um, that'll be a fun show. Sit in Dave Schreier's house and do uh, do a show with him. So that's coming up as well. Um, we, Doug, Mackenzie, Hope, Chandler, Dakota, and I are leaving for Zellwood, Florida Wednesday. The Zellwood Super Bowl is this Friday and Saturday, guys. So for those of you looking to get away from uh, zero degrees, head south to Zellwood, Florida. Uh, they're going to have garden tractors, antiques, um, smaller mini rods Friday and Saturday at 1 o'clock. And then at 6 o'clock each night, it's the bigger show, semi-trucks. The big mini rods, uh, the diesel trucks, trucks, tractors, everything like that. Um, you, there's more information at flpullers.com, and FL Pullers is their Facebook page as well. I'm just trying to go through all my notes in my brain, guys, uh, before we start talking about light pros going component. And Colin Burkholz just went woo, 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 woo. So um, I don't know. I see. Adam Wilson says he's going to talk to his wife to see if he can make the trip to Florida. Sounds good. Hey, Ryan, are you going to the Iowa Farm Show? Yep, I'll see you tomorrow, buddy. Yeah, and um, Rob Snake, um, I'm announcing in Zellwood. And Snake, uh, Rob Rasnick, uh, light striking distance mini rod puller, asked me like, if Chuck Hobbs can help announce. And I said, absolutely. He knows those mini rods, and that'll be good to have two of us yakking down there. And the weather's in the 70s so far, so that's good. I like that. Stacy and Jeff, or uh, our store lock friends, say thumbs up, Roos. What is the Iowa Farm Show, Roos? Iowa Power Farming Show. It's the third biggest indoor farm show in the in the country. So kicks off tomorrow. We'll be uh, we're upstairs and kind of against the back wall, which is kind of not where we wanted to be, but we'll take it. When you say we, so, I'm assuming you mean Tractor Zoom. I do mean Tractor Zoom. Yep. Cody will be there. He was setting up for it tonight. That's why he's not joining us today. Um, so, yeah, uh, for those of you who happen to be dropping by, come over, say hi. And no, I'm not bringing extra swag. You cheap prick. Uh, yeah, you know, it is what it is. Uh, Bradley Sturgeon's watching on YouTube and he says Murfreesboro is this weekend as well. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Ben Hain, Southern Invitational down at Murfreesboro, Tennessee this weekend too, Friday, February 3rd and Saturday 4th. Absolutely. And that is a good pull. Holbrook's put that on, right, Charles? Is that Holbrook and Wombles? Are they behind that? Yes, I believe that's correct. And it's, mm -hmm. uh, it's a bucket list deal for me to get down there. Not going to happen this year. But uh, one of these times, I'm going to come down and, and hang out there. No, that sounds good. Um, like we, we talk about it a lot, guys. It's getting to be pretty easy to almost have something to do every month of the year except December for me. But I think isn't um I think there's some indoor antique pulling in December too. There um, is realistically uh, like yeah. the, the two months out of the year that where I can't really I struggle to find anything is honestly November in like April. Otherwise you can go do something anytime. I know we're booked up alternating weeks starting last weekend we've got something every other weekend through the first of april already we have another we have another florida poll don't we doug yeah putnam county 
Yeah, that's March 3rd and 4th, I think. Don't ask me how to pronounce the name of the town because I can't do it. Uh, Tucker's watching. If we need to bring him on for the yeah. White Pearl thing, we can do that when we get he, there. Yeah, um, he texted me. Same as you. I was just getting ready to say something. Why don't you – why don't you shoot him the link right now, if that's fine? Let's just bring yep, him on. I'll, I'll send him that link. Yep, I'm on it. Travis Schlaba, so do I have to register for the RSVP twice for two tickets or just one? No, you have to – there was a counter up there, Travis, that said you could enter how many tickets you wanted. If you only picked one, I need you to register one more time, Travis, please, to do that. And, again, if you're a Louisville puller and um, you didn't know about this, the puller happy hour, please get on there and get registered. Um, we're over half, – half the spots are gone, and we, we rolled it out last night. So we'll do that. We will do all of that we can. So please, please, please check that out. Um, I'm trying to think of what did I put in the notes today, guys? I want to make sure I didn't, I didn't miss anything. Let's see here. Mary's Wild Ride. Yes. I got to bring that up. Uh, other discussion topic. Pullers, happy hour. I talked about that. Mary's Wild Ride, Ocala. Uh, Zellwood, Florida, February 3rd to 4th, Farm Show, 15th through the 18th. Final round fan votes for TPC. Guys, I haven't um, – so I was in Barbados last week. I dropped my phone in the ocean on Tuesday, and I got my phone back last night. So I really have been out of the loop. Um, what is the fan vote? As Yaren said, our numbers are – is voting good, have you heard, Charles? Uh, he's, he's not said. I don't, I don't know where we are. Yeah. It's been consistent. I know – I do know that, and I see mm -hmm. the consistent engagement. Across all platforms, from people, the same people that we thought would be behind it after round number one, are are, are living up to it for round number two, and um, love to see it. It's awesome. And that's a nice segue into. We need sponsors too, guys, for this. If anybody um, wants to help sponsor this event, we're looking for class sponsors. Um, everything from from I mean, we'll take anything from two hundred fifty bucks to five grand or a title sponsor. I know Paul's working on a title sponsor right now. Doug's been working on class sponsors, but if anybody wants to be involved with the Pullers Championship, please just reach out to any one of us on the show. Um, Doug's kind of running point, not kind of, Doug's running point on the sponsorship side of things. We're all trying to send him as many leads as we can, but please, if you if you can help out. Again, we uh, all the money from the gate and the live stream goes back to the Pullers. We raise sponsorship to cover our fixed cost, and we don't want to have to have, to have holes out or pay for the whole thing. So please help us out any way. You can. That would be great. Um, yeah, Adam Wilson says vote diesel like supers. Starting to see a lot of tentative schedules pop out, guys. Yep. Um, Morgan Schulte says that looks like ECI and Badger State are doing like a combo poll in Dubuque this year. So that was something I did back in the 90s when I was watching my dad poll. EC East Central Iowa would run on one track and Badger State would run on another always Saturday during the day. That was always a big poll for us. Friday was We, we always go to Makoka. Makokita on Friday night and then Dubuque on Saturday during the day. That was always a lot of fun. Um, let's see. Yeah, Char um, Charles or Doug or Roos, who has the best video that you guys saw of? Um, and I'm not bringing up WW's. Anybody besides WW's video um, of Mary's Wild Ride in, um, in Ocala? Brad Coddle. Okay. I saw a comment today on Dusty Price's post uh, made by the comment was made that Mike mentioned that the steering bolt broke. And you think that's the start? 
of the uh, series of unfortunate events. Yep, that's 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 what I heard from Dusty as well. You're correct on that. Mm-hmm. Bruce Wilson's video, Jason. Okay, is that on YouTube, Wilson? Bruce Bruce is a big deal on the YouTube. I can't wait to get video of his truck this week. That's I just never seen a video about like that, Charles. I know you've seen a lot more stuff than I have, or Doug probably has. But man, yeah, is- it's gorgeous. Uh, did a great job with it, and looks like it runs hard. Yeah. Have you guys ever seen a mini rod flip like that? Uh, yeah, and that would be my that'd be my thing about it. Um, I'm concerned about what didn't happen with the kill switch, but otherwise, yeah. you see a mini rod do this once every two to three years. This is not new; it's a racing accident, and it sucks. And I'm glad she's okay, but uh, outside of the kill switch failure, there's nothing to see here. When was the last time we saw that? Was that Probably Bowling, Bowling Green last year? Uh, Tim Ray Bowling Green oh, probably two right. years ago. Yep. And then prior to that, uh, I don't know. Without going over, Tyler Slaw came as close as you could go to not flipping it, but doing the same thing where it, you know, nose nose planted and broke away from the sled and really really smacked him around in the face. <laughs> If you go on so there you uh, go. on Keel's, um, <laughs> there is a roll cage video of it too. That it's it's spending my kids' inheritance is the name of it, right? Spending my inheritance, spending their inheritance. Okay, Tucker, how are you, buddy? <laughs> That's a pretty good indicator. We'll take that. <laughs> did, did Tucker just pound a beer? Yes. Okay. Or disposed thereof. Travis is flirting with CJ Grazik about going to the. Puller's happy hour. You guys get a room. That's all I'm going to say. So she killed that, right? Yep. Yes. Okay. Good deal. Good deal. Clint Tucker, are you caught up from sleep from the Midwest Winter National Surf? <laughs> Another day. Another day. Another day. Well, let's talk Light Pro's component. How did this come about? How long has this been getting chatted about? And what's the theory behind it? Thank you for being this. I know that you're obviously, you do a lot with mirrors and PPL, and they're the ones who said it. Can you go, is it, is it Silver Series, Clint? Can you just kind of talk about the new rule, and then let's get into it, so. Tucker? Tucker. Holy crap, we rendered him speechless. <laughs> That's like not possible. <laughs> well, can you hear um, us? Oh. Yeah, I can hear you guys. Can you guys hear me? Yep. Yep. Yeah. I can hear you guys. 
Okay. Well, let's talk about the new the new light the new light pro announcement that PPL put out. Can you just kind of talk about what it is, and then maybe why the decision was made to come? <coughs> to this? So we're gonna we're right. gonna all pitch in some money to get Tucker some better internet. How about that? Oh uh, yeah, I'm a little behind you guys. <laughs> uh, basically, the decision was made because um, <clears throat> we we decided to do this. We wanted we, we, we want to get this going the right direction, and. Um, it, it, Jonathan and I talked about it for a long, long time. Exchange ideas back and forth, and uh, we came up with this this deal for services only. And hopefully, and hopefully, it doesn't mess up any of the state clubs for twenty twenty three, and and uh, we'll see if it grows in twenty twenty four. Fair enough. Clint's internet. Can you hear us okay, Clint? Or are you really behind us still? I'm a little behind you. Hang on a second here. So basically, I can hear you. The rule that was announced is what you guys is eighty five hundred for a regular light pro, and then what? What does a how are they kind of how are they going to even it out this first year, Clint? I think I read it's eighty three hundred, isn't it? For a component, Charles, do you know off the top of your head? I'm not sure that sounds right, though. Okay. Yeah, for hey, the first year. Okay, he's back. Yeah, for the first year, there's a 300 pounds weight. Not real sure. I'm not real sure how many components are actually going to see the track this summer. But I think you might see it. Uh, I just lost Tucker, guys. I don't know what's going on. I think his internet's slow there. So seems like. Um, I talked to Elsin a little bit earlier today. I know that's something we've been talking about for a while. That was one question I really I wanted to ask Clint was how many light pro components are out there right now? I, I wouldn't unless somebody knew had a, had an inkling on this, right? Yeah, I would say zero, but it's something to get. But uh, yeah. well, one half. Well, <laughs> fair enough. One half. Fair enough. I figured this was PPL's answer to the five inch class. Instead of adding that, they're just going to go component and. It's not quite the same, but doesn't create another class. Did um uh, did West Western Series adopted the five inch class though, didn't they last year? I feel like yeah, they did. Yeah. How long has the Outlaws been with the five inch class, Roos? Probably ten years. As long as I've been involved with it. Yeah. So I'm not 100 percent sure on all that. 
Uh, Jeremy uh, Yant said that um, PPL offered the 5.0 class. So I'm not sure what associations. So, but but PPL technically is Champions Tour, which obviously is the big pros. And then they would have what, a, a Silver and a Midwest, right, guys? And then Western? And if yeah. there's like yeah. that, they didn't change their pro, their pro stock rule, but are there any yeah. other state associations of guys that did change? No, no, it's the, my understanding is silver series only. It does not apply to Midwestern series or Western series. You're talking about the light pro rule, right? Light pro rule. Yep. Okay. I don't want to mix up the five. five in, in, ter in terms of five O, I don't know that PPL's done anything there. Okay. Yeah. Jeremy's saying they offered it, but. It is what it is. Well, he's did, but maybe they did in other places as well. Yep. I'm not 100% sure, guys. Well, it is what it is. I just wanted to talk about it a little bit. I was hoping to get Tucker on a little bit, but I don't want to. His internet was bad and it was dragging. So I didn't want to put us all through the torture of that. So we'll get him on here another time. So, um, what else, guys, before we wrap it up? Bruce, Charles, Doug, do you got anything? Not off the top of my head. Bruce? No, not really. Sir Charles? Long and the short of it. Okay. I could I could I could maybe say some things, but <laughs> better better to keep quiet. It's all good. It's all good. Oh, that's no fun. <laughs> I do uh, think I, I I will make one more comment about the um, the minis. I know that there has been a little bit of there had been a little bit of back and forth about um, people putting wives, girlfriends, spouses, yada yada yada, you know, kind of doing the whole horse racing thing. It say again. It's fine. Please. They can handle it. I'm on the same page as you. Go ahead. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that there may have been some things that were maybe misconstrued a little bit um, about, and I'm not, I'm not singling anybody out, um, but about, you know, whether youth or gender plays into this. I don't think it was as much that as these things are a damn handful. Mm -hmm. I mean, for anybody. You have to be just a little bit mental to climb into the seat of one of those and go and just bend the throttle hellbent for leather. Yes. They're they're wild and crazy by their very nature. Is there a way to do, you know, is there a training wheels class for that? No, not really. Um, you kind of just got to jump in with, with both feet. I mean, there's, you know, someone – you know, some have said, well, is there a way that we can require a year or two under the belt for in a bigger class? I don't think that really helps. How do you teach that? Yeah. You know, and Wyatt had the opportunity to drive. He got in 15 years old. Have fun. You know, he'd never even driven a, a hot farm tractor before. They just put him in and told him what to do. On any given weekend where big, big, big block mini rods are running, you will see one do the exact same maneuver this one did. But on this particular occasion, it bounced the hook out of the, out of the draw bar, and it went wild. It happens 
like that once, I'd say every two to three years. It was a wild ride. Stuff happens. The safety equipment did its job. Mary's fine. Yep. As I said earlier, outside of what happened with the kill switch, there is nothing that any, I don't care how experienced a mini rod driver you are, the move that thing made, you're not getting off the throttle fast enough to save that thing. You're not. Yeah. If you're that arrogant, I got news for you. You're not that good. Um, no one is. It just it just happens. Yeah, it sure does. Yeah, Travis said it best. The roll cage did its job. And that's what Dave Schreier said today, too, didn't he, Doug? Yeah, we were sitting up there in Toma. Uh, that was do it. And it just happened. So I'm just glad that pullers are willing to put on a good show for us and, and make it happen and entertain us. And that's what it's all about. That's what it's all about. And we're doing the best we can to, you know, bring guests to you guys every Monday night and promoters and pullers and make things happen to keep it potent sport. So I'm going to wrap it up. Uh, Zellwood, Florida, this February 3rd and 4th. If anybody needs some information on that, please go to flpullers.com or flpullers on Facebook. And then Farm Show is February 15th through the 18th. And then, Doug, what do we have coming up? That is Putnam County, Florida, then, March? Yeah, we're at the Farm Show, um, booth 3610 in the West Wing. And then, the yeah, two weeks later. No. Yeah. I think about this a second. March no. 3rd and 4th, two weeks after right. Louisville. Putnam County. Um, that's, like, north of Daytona and south of Jacksonville, up in that area. It's a... Uh, the guy that owns it is Mark Kelsey. He's a, from Rockford, Illinois. They bought a racetrack that was not competable. Or, you know, all Speed Week works. If you're not Volusia County, I guess it's not. You have a tough time. So they cut the corners down, built a supercross track in the center, and they had a 700-foot straightaway to build a pulling track on. So nice. that's the 3rd and 4th of March. And then we go to the Keystone then St. Patrick's Day weekend. And then I believe we're back in Louisville for the truck show yep. first of April. So it's one week home, one week on the road. Boom, boom, boom. Travis and CJ are still flirting. So CJ did a few years ago. That's why I'm taking Donald to the announcement party. <laughs> I love it. I'm not proud. I'm I'm not proud enough to tell you my yeah, mine was driver error, Travis. Yep, that's all good. No, that's good. I mean, we just we read a lot of these comments and uh, they piss us off just to be to be brutally honest with you. But it's what makes social media social media. Everybody's allowed to comment. And I know some of you do it just to stir the pot. And I'm not I'm not a pot stirrer. Um I used to try to answer all of them and I just gave up long ago. I just want to I just want to promote the sport the best we can to put more eyeballs on it. And I think we're doing that every Monday night with the quality of guests we're bringing on a uh, big shout out to Mike Witt, uh, one of the committee members of the national farm machinery show really took us behind the scenes, how they picked the classes, how they picked the pullers. The, I mean, the smoke tube, all of it. It was a great interview We had, you know, we had well over 200 people watching live, which the guys on the show know that's really good. Those are good numbers. And um, we're super, super excited for all of that. Um, we did uh, the Polar's Championship T-shirts, guys, and I almost forgot this, are on sale. I think we're $15 for a T-shirt now and 25 bucks for hoodies. We're trying to wrap up, close out last year's stuff yep. at beermoneypullingteam.com. 
click on beer money gear and go find that um to to get those we would appreciate you picking those up i don't know if we i don't i don't think we have all the sizes left but the website clearly breaks it down so um, you had mentioned dave for a guest soon we've also got gary collins lined up at our when we want to use him so i think that'll be interesting to hear the history and stories from arena pulling yep oh very cool and then um hot farms is a power ranking show this thursday night with charles wyatt and shane uh what else uh wednesday night we'll have we'll, we'll be on our way to florida so we're going to do a lot of just lives talking about zellwood and then tomorrow night is the outlaw show and ron has been interviewing um outlaw competitors that are going to the national farm machinery show so charles ryan doug unless you got anything else let's wrap it up so well, yeah. good luck to bruce wilson with the uh with the new semi interested to see how it hooks he pulled it in ocala i think bruce did he i think I think I saw a couple of videos out there. So let's see how you can get digging. that carbon fiber hood stack and uh, not melt it down. <laughs> there we go. That's fun. That looks is like fun. he needs to turn the screw up a little bit on her yet, but that'll come in time. Yep. Uh, yes, he did, is what Adam said. Yes, he did. Okay, guys. Well, I'm going to play couple quick spots from our uh, sponsor, KawasakiPartsWarehouse.com. Get your stuff hey, KawasakiPartsWarehouse.com. Before, before you do that, one one more thing. Doug, yeah. when's, the, uh, when's I-75? You guys going to go? <laughs> I haven't discussed this with Jason yet, but I did get requested to go. It was the last weekend, I believe, of April. So, What gotcha. is I-75? The uh, Wildwood Chrome Shop in Florida, the truck show. They sold out all spaces in less than two hours. So, and we got requested to go? Uh, kind of, sort of, in a back doorway. So we'll talk about it on our side. <laughs> um, Charles, what does kind of, sort of, in a back doorway mean? <laughs> uh, I tacitly that kind of sounds like there's an OnlyFans for it. I didn't declare it with the boss. <laughs> Charles, did you put your OnlyFans up for your toes yet? So. Uh, no, but uh, now that you threaten me, I might. Yep. Dallas, Todd, Ryan, do you have a website for your photos to sell? Just shoot me a message on uh, the face tubes. I don't have anything loaded up yet. Yes, Murfreesboro is this weekend as well. Tony Weber is Shane Hunt. I'm ready for Murfreesboro. Wade Nicholson, Murfreesboro, Tennessee, this Friday and Saturday. Great poll. Absolutely. I hope to see I hope to see a lot of you or many of you in Zellwood, Florida. Uh, this will be pay-per-view next year um, through our new beermoneypulling.tv that we're working on. We're going to learn. We're going to run outlawpulling.tv this summer. And if you are a promoter and you're having an event next, basically October 1st through May, and you want to uh, do pay-per-view or have it live stream for you know to charge, let, reach out to Doug and I. Reach out to Doug. Reach out to Beer Money Pulling Team. That's something we're going to be doing next year. Um, Diesels and Dark Corners already signed on a couple Florida polls, and we're going to be uh, trying to bring more of that, uh, the polls outside of the outlaw season to you. So, yeah, that's all I got. Sort of, kind of in a back doorway. How about that? So, have a good night, guys. Take care. Later on. KawasakiPartsWarehouse.com is our title sponsor of the Beer Money Pulling Team. So, please, if you need any Kawasaki parts, 
go to KawasakiPartsWarehouse.com. I'd appreciate that a lot. Bye, Adam. Bye, Shane.